Hello and happy Friday to all of you. Thank you so much for tuning in to Let's Chat Markets, your favorite weekly dairy market podcast powered by High Ground Dairy. Today's Friday, July 28th, and you're hearing from Alyssa Badger, Vice President of High Ground Dairy. Joining me today is Betty Burning, one of our very talented dairy economists here on the team. Betty, what happened in CME spot markets this week? Movement was kind of lackluster on most products, but I know butter saw a nice move higher. Yeah. Hi, everyone. And thanks, Alyssa. And yes, butter seems to be on a rocket ship again. And high ground certainly isn't anticipating $3 per pound butter again. However, that said, this week, CME butter did break above 260 per pound. And that was right out of the gate on Monday. On the week, butter settled at $2.68 per pound. And the big question is what finally got butter markets in particular to move higher this was likely driven by a bullish cold storage report and weather, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. Cheese markets jumped a bunch on Monday too, and then leveled off the rest of the week. So blacks held around $1.86 per pound and settled at $1.90 and three quarter cent today. Barrels traded as high as $1.83 per pound this week before settling the week at $1.76 and a quarter. Notably on Monday, Barrels actually um, had their second biggest daily gain of 17 and a half cents in our data set going back to the year 2000. Moving on to powders, though, non-fat dry milk continued coming off its 2023 load and traded at $1.16 per pound today. Back to values, it was at mid-June. And Way saw the least amount of price change on the week, down a quarter cent from last Friday and settling at 25 cents per pound today. The hot weather is the big storyline right now, or at least one of them. Milk is tightening up seasonally, which it does, but these very hot temperatures that have rolled across the country are causing milk production to fall off more than normal, and components really drop off in oppressive heat. Lower milk volumes are providing supply-side pressure right now, and that is pushing some of these markets higher. Yeah, thanks for the update, Betty. And we also saw, and you mentioned earlier, we saw some interesting numbers on the June cold storage report that helped explain that boost to butter prices as well. Yes, USDA released June data on Tuesday for cold storage and butter stocks from May to June plummeted 20 million pounds. That's counter to normal seasonal build over that time frame, but it's also a really significant number. It's a pretty big drop. The last time we saw May to June inventories fall that much was in 1984. And for those of you who remember, in 1984, the government had very healthy stores of dairy products and was trying to offload them. So in 1984, that's why butter stocks fell so much. We don't have that going on right now. So this big precarious drop begs the question, what is going on here? We won't have the full answer until all of the June data are released, but the drop suggests either butter production slowed in June, demand picked up, or both. Using the information that we do have, like lower milk production in California in June, one third of the U.S. butter is manufactured there. It does seem plausible that production may have just slowed. Processor output may be down. Another thing to think about is demand. We know this year international demand for U.S. butter has been just terrible, but domestic demand has been decent. So you know, this could be a story of decreased production and increased domestic demand. 
It's good to note that the overall butter inventory number is healthy, but these dropping supplies are certainly providing a boost to prices. And on the other side of the token, these cheese numbers were pretty bearish and likely helped to subdue that rally that we saw earlier in the week on the futures board. Yeah, cheese was slightly bearish to high grounds expectations. Total cheese stocks actually grew month on month and year over year. Just a couple of things to point out. This was only the second time in 2023 that total cheese stocks increased year over year. And the other than American cheese category, which includes things like hard Italian and mozzarella, pushed the overall total cheese stocks up. And the other than American cheese category increased 16 million pounds from May to June. And that is a notable increase. It's the biggest May to June jump since at least 1980. Wow, the 80s, that's pretty wild. Um, so while that sentiment on milk production is changing quickly, there was certainly plenty of milk around in the spring to help build out those inventories for sure. Yeah, there a lot's going on right now with milk production, and there's a few factors at work. So milk supplies fall seasonally in the summer, and we have these hot temperatures right now across the U.S., so the summer effects are just being amplified. Some things to point out that were interesting in the data this week, upper Midwest spot basis midpoint was $3.50 per hundredweight under class pricing for the second week in a row. And that is a much more historically average number after spending six months at absolutely dismal levels. Um, another interesting data point this week was that livestock slider popped right back up in week 28. That was the week ending July 15th. As farmers continue to send cows to the packing plants on both herd dispersals and selective culling, beef prices remain um, very high. So certainly um, it's helping farmers to pay the bills. And then you add in the hot weather that decreases cow comfort and causes milk volumes and components to fall, making the supply side shrink. One other thing that we've been watching are heifer numbers. So USDA released July 1st heifer inventories. They were at 3.65 million head, and that is the lowest July 1st level since 2004. So what does this all mean? It means that cows are exiting the herd at a pretty good clip faster than last year, but it also means there's going to be fewer heifers to replace them. So at some point here, we'll see some um, correction. Alyssa, let's let you have a chance to talk. What is catching your attention this week in the international markets? I know New Zealand dropped June milk production earlier this week. Tell me all about it. Yeah, a lot happened on a global level as well. So we kicked this week off with a global dairy trade pulse event that saw even weaker home milk powder values for the Fonterra C2 regular spec, dropping to $3,000 per metric ton, an additional 1.2% loss from the prior auction. Interestingly enough, we also got some strong export numbers out of New Zealand in June data that was also released this week, a result of pretty strong end-of-season milk from the country that just needed to find a home. So combined exports of key commodities from New Zealand expanded about 24% from prior year, but we're still down 6% from uh, levels that we saw just two years ago. Last year was an exceptionally weak time for New Zealand exports, so the gains are a little easier to make there. Product shipping to China is very notable, but 
inventories are already quite high in China. So this could ultimately lean bearish into Q4 when milk will also ramp up uh, from New Zealand as well as Australia. So speaking of milk that you mentioned earlier, you're right, June production figures were released from New Zealand and officially turned negative down 0.4% from prior year to kick off the first month of the season, but that was just about in line with high ground expectations. Lastly, from the region, pre-GDT figures were released from Fonterra ahead of the first August auction, which ultimately leans bearish in our opinion for homework powder and fats. Traders are pricing in a notable gain on skim milk powder, but fundamentals are supporting a move in the opposite direction. Perfect. That's a really good recap of what's going on in Oceania. Um, last but not least, we better touch on Europe. What's the news across the pond this week, Alyssa? Just a bit of news there. So prices are certainly mixed, but weighted to the downside again, mostly across butter, cheese, whole milk powder, while there was some relief for the skim milk powder prices on the EEX, there are concerns about the existing heat wave throughout the continent that will most certainly mean a hit to milk production in the region. We're already seeing some pretty ugly numbers from France, with the UK also turning negative throughout July. Um, but other than that, not much news out of the region otherwise. Hopefully we get an update to their milk production and export numbers in the next few weeks here. But that just about does it for our market roundup. For more of our insights, don't forget to head to our dashboard on highgrounddairy.com. And if you aren't a customer, no problem. Request a free trial and get access to years of comprehensive global dairy analysis. Have a safe weekend and stay hydrated if you're getting hit with this heat wave as well. Cheers. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And if you're interested in receiving more information as well as our analysis, please visit highgrounddairy.com to request a free 30-day trial today. Futures and options trading involves substantial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Um.